This April, I took a birding tour of South Florida. That's the trip that got my ABA continental list up to 700, but we did not see any flamingos. Oddly enough, there has been a wild flamingo in northern Florida for the past five years. One lone individual nicknamed Pinky ended up at the St. Mark's National Wildlife Refuge south of Tallahassee after Hurricane Michael in 2018, and it stuck around until just a few months ago. But when Russ and I drove to Florida in 2021, we did not have time to make the detour. Meanwhile, this August, Hurricane Adalia blew flamingos to places all over the eastern United States, including Adams County, Wisconsin. Several issues kept me from chasing that one, but when Russ and I drove to Florida on October 7th, we made the detour to St. Mark's. I was very hopeful. Pinky had not been seen in weeks, but a few others had been blown in by Adalia. How could we miss? But miss we did. We had a great time at St. Mark's on October 10th and planned to make that a regular stop when we visit our son in Orlando, just not for flamingos. That evening when we got to Orlando, I checked out the most recent sightings on eBird and saw that flamingos had been seen that very day in two different parks in Pinellas County near Tampa, Fort DeSoto and Fred Howard Park. Visiting them on October 11th became a real family affair. Our son Joe and, of course, our dog Pip came along. Traffic was horrific, so we didn't make it to Fort DeSoto until after 1 p.m., Russ and Joe hungrier for lunch than flamingos. It was a great park, and though the light was marginal, I got some photos of a fairly close reddish egret, but no flamingos. My finger still has its unwieldy splint for a few days more, making driving tricky, so Russ was the one dealing with the horrible traffic all day, and now it was rush hour as we worked our way to Fred Howard Park. We arrived around 4.30 p.m., the threatening, overcast sky making it seem closer to night than it was. I was braced for disappointment. The very nature of birds makes it hard to predict where an individual or group will be at any particular moment, and I had known from the start that this entire day could end up as a wild goose chase. Really, why should it be any different from the many other days I'd spent in hopes of seeing a flamingo? I was plenty happy with that reddish egret. As often happens when I'm birding with family members, Russ and Joe were more invested in my seeing the bird than I was. It's the nature of people to expect a payoff the harder we try to do anything, and the nature of love to want someone you care about to reach their goals even more than you want to reach your own goals. Maybe it's because he cared so much that it was my non-birding son Joe who spotted the flamingo first, an immature standing alone near a very active little blue heron and a bunch of loafing laughing gulls, royal terns, and black skimmers. It sat in shallow water, its head resting on its back, but after a few minutes it raised its head, showing off that unique flamingo beak. A few minutes after we found it, the raid started. Russ positioned the car so I could continue to savor it and take photos out the window. 
We were each a combination of elated and relieved during the long drive back. Sharing this most yearned-for bird with Russ and Joe made the experience even more memorable and magic. Florida is no longer a welcoming place for immigrants of the human variety, but maybe a poor undocumented bird blown in on a hurricane can enjoy a safe haven until it's ready to find its way home. I'm Laura Erickson, speaking for the birds.